Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J, and welcome back to another amazing episode right here on our channel. First and foremost, I want to give God all the glory and all the thanks for waking us up every morning and keeping an umbrella upon us, a blanket, a covenant um, with his grace and his mercy and to do the great things that we're able to do in our lives each and every day. I also want to thank all of my supporters um, for just tuning in to any episode that you guys can catch, whether it be on Spotify or Anchor uh, Anchor.fm. Your support has been truly amazing. I do want to touch on that just a little bit for a moment. Um, I got a lot of messages in reference to um, them not being able to follow on Spotify and follow on Anchor. So um, I did a little bit of investigation. And what you have to do on Spotify, you have to actually listen to an episode and we have a small trailer I think it's like a minute and a couple seconds that you can listen to and then you'll be able to follow and then you'll be able to um, share um, on anchor.fm if you just put in anchor it comes up anchor as podcasting so you definitely want to make sure that you're putting in anchor.fm and if you're following the link on any of my Facebook pages when I do um, put it out there that we have a new episode it should take you right to an episode and then you can listen and then you'll be able to follow and share there and as I said before um, Anchor has some great features um, where you can um you can put in hand claps. You can leave me a message um, that I can include in any of the episodes. And also, um, if you guys wanted to go live with me, we would be able to do that. And those episodes are not pre-recorded. It's just I hit the button. You come on from whatever device, whether it's your telephone, computer, iPad, and we just we just start live. So I did want to put that out there. And the reason why I keep talking about follow, 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 share, share, share is because we get an opportunity here with Anchor um, to host ads. And as we host ads, um, it actually helps the podcast to get monetized. And that's something that I'm pushing for Um And I want to touch a little bit on that, too, because a lot of people are saying when they go to Spotify, if they didn't already have a previous account, that um, it asks to pay a premium. You do not have to pay a premium, premium to have a Spotify account, but you do have to go ahead and put all your information in. As far as Anchor, you don't have to have an account with Anchor either, 
Uh, but you do have to register so that um, you can follow. Now, there is a tab for subscription, and I think a lot of people were getting that mixed up. Um, to prescribe, it does donate to the podcast itself, but to follow is free. So all you have to do is follow, 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 share, 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 and your your support is greatly appreciated. I do want to um, be able to get monetized. So as the uh, show grows, that we can start giving back to the community. And also, it helps me with better equipment to get some of the um, noise out. Um, and it just helps with a genre of things. And as far as giving back to the community, we have to get the show to grow first and foremost. And once we get the show to grow, then we'll look into some ways that we can give back to our Black community. Um, I'm thinking I want to pour into our young generation as well as our elders. But again, first, we've got to get the numbers up there. The numbers have been phenomenal as far as um, people listening but the following doesn't match up with um, the listeners. We have a lot of people stream it, and we have a lot of people that listen. But when it comes to that following, they're not hitting the follow button, and that's where it gets a little bit of, a little bit sticky there. So I don't know if you choose not to follow. By all means, that is your right. You don't have to follow. Your support is great, greatly appreciated, though. But you don't have to follow if you just want to um, come in on your device and listen that, you know, that's great as well. But following does help get the numbers up so that we can start hosting some of those ads. So without further ado, we're going to get into today's topic. And today's topic is I want to talk a little bit about us as a black community getting out there and voting. And it was so unfortunate that I started my podcast right when it was midterm elections and I wasn't able to get out there and um, get more of our listeners, more of our Black community involved. But we still have the presidential election coming up. And as we all know, our former president has cast out, he has put out there that he plans to run for 2024. With that being said, um, I don't care whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, a liberal, an independent, that's not my business. But however, if you were sitting anywhere in your house at your job and seeing everything that went on January the 6th, and you are a stand-up American citizen with morals and values, we definitely do not want to happen what happened on January 6th again. We just don't. I mean, for me personally, I know that I don't. um, It was just, it it was not good for us as the people. It was not good. It's not, definitely wasn't what I stand for. It wasn't what I wanted other countries to see us stand for. How they just defiled the White House and Everything just got egged on, I mean, to the point where it's out of control. 
And we're still trying to fix that. We're still trying to recover from that. So I wanted to talk about voting in our Black community. And um, I do know that in the midterms, our um, our young people uh, showed up and showed out for the midterm elections. And um, that was fun, phenomenal. I mean, uh, just the Gen Z voters, they showed up. And they showed out, especially um, that young group called Voters of Tomorrow. They just really went out there and they were driving at home, especially for the Democratic Party. And it's sad that a lot of the voters that uh, showed up for the midterm elections were voters under the age of 30. So that was great. But we want to continue to drive this home because we do still have a lot of our young people out there um, not casting their vote. We still have a lot of people in my age group not casting their vote. And we still have a lot of elders that's out there that's not casting their vote. And I don't know if it's just that we're stuck in our ways, but our forefathers fought for our rights to vote in our communities, in our states, and we need to start driving this thing home. I know that there's a lot of platforms out there that do constantly stay on our Black communities to get out there and vote. They volunteer their time, but we need to start putting it in our minds and our hearts that this is important, not only for our future, for our children's future, for our children's children's future. And it starts with all of us as a community to set ourselves up so that we can have some wonderful things come out at the end. However, I do know we can get discouraged, um, in this process. And it does seem like that um, sometimes us getting out there in the community and voting, whether it be in the midterms or whether it be um, for our president, um, it does get discouraging with the way some things turn out. I mean, just even with the midterms, with the um, poll intimidation that was going on, It was discouraging. I still got out and voted. A lot of people that I know got out and voted. So I was thinking, if we can get a jump start on this um, in 2023, after the holidays and we've done all that good stuff, go ahead and get a jump start on it. it. Like most of the candidates that are going to be running is doing. I mean, some of them have already said what their plans are for 2024. So we as the Black community, I was thinking, how can we go ahead and get a jump start? I know we can do that by casting our vote, but I was thinking along the lines of um, what could I do? What could I use my platform for? And that's where you guys come in at. So I would love to hear your feedback and get some suggestions on what you can do. Or what you would like to see us do to get not only our young people out there, but as well as the people in our generation and the older generation and just pushing through more. Now, I know that we can't do anything about the midterms. It is what it is. 
I know that um, at this point, uh, the Republicans have control of the House and we have control of the Senate by a small margin. But at the same token, we can still get out there and push forward. Um, 15% of people, while I'm talking about the midterms, they turn out to vote while the rest of us sit at home. And this greatly affects our our community. Um, it affects affordable housing. It afford, affects our education. It affects environmental protection plans that put it in pl- that are going to be put in place. It affects how our tax dollars are going to be spent. So going forward, I know that we can't do anything about the past, but going forward, I want to see how our community can get out there and get a jump behind. Um, making that 15% come out in record numbers above 15% and especially for our black communities because right now we that small margin that's speaking for us when we don't get out and vote in the elections that um, sometimes in certain states come every year and certain states they come every two years so I, I just kind of wanted to give you guys something to think about going forward in reference to the midterm elections. I mean, it affects a genre of things that go on in our community, like our judges and, like I said, the school system and uh, their education. And uh, if you're working, you need to um, really think about how you want your tax dollars to be spent. And for nothing else, um, our forefathers fought Um, for our rights to vote. I mean, the first black man wasn't eligible to vote until 1869 when the 15th Amendment was passed for black people. And they still had a hard time being able to get out there and cast their votes with the intimidation methods that was going on then that we still have going on in our communities right now. And in 1964, 1965, that's when women were able to come out and really vote. 1971, they upped the age to 18. So we've had a lot of stuff working in our favor. But the question is, when are we really going to start activating that? And I know it gets frustrating. And I know when you pick up the newspaper or look at the news that it just gets on your nerves. It seems like we're being pushed back instead of being moved forward. But I promise you, one person can change um, the way things move. But a group of us, it takes a village, like they used to say, like our older people used to say, it takes a village to raise our kids. It takes a village for us to get out there in the community. And I know that 
all of us have cars, so we are driving when some of these local elections um, at our levels are being, um, when they're out there um, revving up people to come and vote and speak on different things like the school board. And we pass by all of this advertisement, but we never go out and do what's right in our community. So I want to put that on your hearts and your minds right now, starting today, going forward in the years to come. How can we start getting out there, making it our responsibility to get out there and and, and cast our votes at local levels? Now, with that being said, we have... Uh, the presidential uh, presidential election coming up for 2024, and I know um, we, we I know that our vote counts, but it only counts as a small a small margin as far as the electoral vote goes. I mean, uh, the popular vote it doesn't really count, but I know that our electoral vote counts. And I wanted to um, tie it in with getting more of our young people out there. Like I said earlier, I know that a lot of our young people under the age 30, they got out there, they cast their vote, but there's still a whole lot of our young people that we can get out there to get more involved in our elections, whether it be on a local level or whether it be on a national level. And I spoke um, in the past about how social media is one of the platforms that are raising our kids, but we have to get out there and we start. We have to start getting hands on. So this up and coming election, this will be a great way for some of our our young people to get out there and learn leadership skills and learn more about their communities and how it does affect them as a person and how it is going to affect them going down, going forward, moving forward in their lives. And as well, it, it, it affects us because we're not getting any younger. We're not, um, we're not spring chickens anymore. And our life and the way that we live and the way that we were wanting to live as we start to retire and get into some of those things that um, we worked all of our life and wasn't able to uh, just settle down and enjoy the fruits of our labor. Our young people are going to be responsible. They're going to be in those positions, whether it be teachers, doctors, lawyers, scientists. Um, They're already tech savvy. They're going to be in control of how our future uh, moves as as we go forward and we we start to settle down to be retirees. So I, I was just thinking about it and I was thinking, you know, this will be a great way with the election coming up. Uh, the midterms is gone. We can't do anything about that. But with the presidential election coming up, this will be a great way to spark the fire under our younger people. And as much as they like to be on social media, and it having a great impact on their life, this would be a great way to get them involved. So, um, as as we know, um, midterms are over, 
but we can get them out there and get them started on thinking about um, their candidates that's coming up for 2024. And when I was um, voting in the midterms, I actually had one of the uh, people at the polls ask me what I'd be interested in working the polls that they will pay you. Now, I don't know how much they're going to pay. I did a little bit of research on that, and I really didn't get too many details other than they do pay $100 a day for working that day. Um, and that that starts with early voting. Like, um, if you decide to, that you want to go out there and you want to work in um, the polls for early voting up to election day. Um, I do know that in some counties, and I'm not really sure about our county here, but I do know in some counties they pay for, uh, they pay $25 for the training. Uh, they pay $15 from, uh, for some additional stuff to be registered, but I do know they pay $100 that day. I also found out that um, if you have teenagers um, in your household under the age of 18 and that they can't vote, they can still be active in our community by um, working at some of the outreach banks. They can do some of the phone banks. They can do some of the door-to-door, and they can do some of the texting. Now, as a mother of three, although my kids are older and they're in their late 20s, with the wor- the way the world is going right now, I'm kind of skittish about the door-to-door thing. But I do know before COVID, um, and it's been some years ago, I know it's been at least over seven, eight years, when I came back to North Carolina, they actually had people out at shopping centers and different places, getting people registered to vote, making sure they had the proper ID, making sure the ID was valid. They had people out there with clipboards actually being active in the community Um, to make sure that uh, we got the word out there, that we spread the word out there. So I just kind of wanted to touch base with you guys a little bit on that. And for nothing else, um, get it already stirred up in your spirit. Get, get, Get it on your hearts and your minds that we definitely need to come back the next time midterms come around and we need to uh, uh, strike a a powerful blow. If not for anything else, to be able to have some say-so about what goes on in our communities locally. And we definitely need that in the Black communities. Like, I, I, I just think that we need to show in our communities that we can come together and build an alliance that's gonna, uh, that's gonna strike a mighty blow with our fists and just come together like we come together for our young people when they're out there and they're um, getting um, profiled and and we're losing so many of our black lives um, to police brutality. When we come together and we march in those rallies for our young black people, we need to do the same thing in our local and midterm elections. But we can start 
by doing that with this up and coming election for 2024. We can get out there. We can pull our young people out there. We can pull some of uh, the people out there that's um, in our age group that's not voting and also get some of our elders back in the community, even if it's just picking them up and taking them to the polls or making sure they have that ballot. There's some things that we can do to start to spark the fire and like anything else even if we don't make but a small impact in the years to come it's like everything that you build you just keep on building up that momentum you keep on building up uh those people and rallying around what you truly believe in because the world is not getting any better It's not getting any better, and we need to be able to take care of our youth. We need to be able to take care of our elders, make sure that they have affordable housing, and make sure the people that are in those nursing homes are, are, are being taken care of properly. I mean, you've got uh, so many things that we can do and so many positions that we need to take a stand on. Like I said, from uh, uh, affordable housing, from education, it's just a large thing, uh, uh, large things that we can do in our community that we're not doing at our local levels when it comes time to vote for uh, local things like judges and mayors and, and, and different stuff in our districts. So if for nothing else, I wanted to come to you guys and I wanted to talk about that a little bit and, and see what you feel like you can do in your community, see what we can do as a community as a whole. Um, and maybe... Even start doing, even throw out suggestions here. I'm all for you guys throwing out suggestions and we get us us a group together and really rally in 2023 because I don't want to see what happened January 6th happen anymore. Now, I know that we don't have any control over a lot of things. And whatever God's will is, it is going to be. But we also have to be able to work. We have to give God something that he can move with as we're asking for prayers and asking for God to do certain things in our lives. It also starts within our communities. And we just have to give him something to work with. So I believe if we get out there, we can... We can um, We can uh, impact our community with a mighty, mighty blow. Um, I did, however, um, I went on the voting site and I wrote down um, some things as far as early voting. It's going to start in 2023. Um, and that's those dates are going to be October the 19th through November the 4th for early voting. Um, anybody in North Carolina that has a felon 
or just came home from prison or got out of jail, you still can vote. You just need to have the proper ID and you have to have been registered already. So I want you guys to keep that in mind. And I've got a whole list of things that I um, wrote down as far as the up and coming elections. And I'm going to get more dates. I'm going to get more times for our community. If you're local here where I'm at um, in Forsyth County, I'm going to get a lot of information to be able to put out there for you guys. So that's just something for you guys to think about. Give me your feedback. Uh, you could do it on Spotify. I'm going to ask a question and you guys can um, answer that question. Or you can leave me a message on anchor.fm and give me your feedback on, uh, on about that. Or you can email me at vtsmart1 at gmail.com and just give me your feedback. If you guys want to get together as a community and do something so we can impact the community. Hey, I am all for it. Now, with that being said, I did say that I was going to come to my beautiful black queens, my beautiful brown girls, my beautiful chocolate girls, and ask you guys, have you poured into yourself today? Did you pour into that sister? Did you make that list of the things that you wanted to change and turn that negative into a positive? And I hope you did. This week, I had a little rough patch and I needed some pouring into, so I picked up that phone, I called my bestie, we got to chatting, we didn't tear each other down, we didn't tear any any situation, I would say, down that I was venting about, because I, I basically was doing all the venting, but... Um, she just lifted me up. She lifted me up in prayer today. Um, when I woke up this morning, I had a great message from her, a prayer that she shared with me. So I'm wondering and I'm checking on you guys. Leave me a message about that too. Did you lift up your sister today? Did your sister pour into you? Did you pour into her? Continue to pray. Continue to have faith. Continue to have that patience on everything that you do that comes up against you because trust me the devil is busy guys that's my time but really think about what we can do in our community to impact our community and leave me a message right here at 12th street talk back ciao for now